This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new Lucy Hale series Life Sentence. Watch it Wednesdays at 9, 8 central, only on The CW. You will say that. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And it's Thursday, so that means we are answering your calls, catering to your needs. You have so many. <laughs> like, have fewer needs, guys. We had a big week last week, a lot of conspiracy theories, a lot of collusion, a lot of just like everything. And you guys came back with the receipts and, yeah, but like not really... Just some receipts, not all the receipts. Some receipts, like, you know, tiny receipts, like crumpled up receipts where you're sort of missing some of, where like the ink has faded. (laughs) Yes. So um, let's like just get started because I've got nothing else. Okay. This one we received, I mean, how could I pick just one? I'm not kidding when we received dozens of these calls. Because, Um, and I understand why, just play it. Hi, the weekly. I just wanted to call in, I bet others are calling to tell you this. Busy Phillips posted an Instagram story about 138 water when that photo was taken. Um, I forget exactly what she said, but it was something like she was walking out of the gym or something, and some random guy ran up to her and was like, well, you hold this, and handed her that water bottle. And then a paparazzi popped out and took her photo, which she was like, no one ever takes my photo here. This is so weird. And then later, when it surfaced somewhere online, she posted it and was laughing about it, but then went and was looking at their website and saw, like, this is probably what they're doing to people. So just one more reason that water company is super shady. Um, seems like you guys could do, like, a true crime spinoff and look into what's really up with 138 water, because um, that's where it should. So, uh, you know, scars are yummy pop. Bye. First of all, um, thank you to the kind people at 138 Water for featuring us on their Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I guess no press is bad press. I almost uh, spit out water. <laughs> well, as long as it was 138 Water, you're fine. It wasn't. And it the other thing is, I mentioned this to Bobby, but couldn't quite remember it, the story. I remember seeing this, but couldn't remember the full story. And then I Googled it and couldn't find it immediately. So I ended up cutting it because, like, we just ended up not talking about it. But I do remember when Busy Phillips, like, struck a back against the water people because she was one of the people featured in Daily Mail for holding the water. Um, and then I guess it turned out that one of these guys had paid her parking ticket for her. And she oh was like, God. thank you. And then he, like, gave her the water. And then she was just, like, holding it, walking. And they took all these photos of her and then they were like oh Vizzy Phillips loves our water she like wasn't someone pointed out that the waters that people are holding are always closed like they haven't even opened the waters yet yeah they're brand new waters no surprise there. I I missed it I I guess it's getting to the point where there are too many Instagram stories like I used oh to boy. watch Busy's every day and now there are just too many including ours so it's easier to miss Busy's regularly iconic Instagram stories but I'm so glad all of you did see it because as I said we got dozens and dozens of calls about this <laughs> i would say that we've created a bunch of bunch of monsters but that would be you know not very nice you're but you're monsters, monsters. <laughs> hi guys okay so i have a kevin can wait update maybe this might be the most unfounded thing that anyone has ever called me the show about but i just heard a rumor on another podcast, I shall rename nameless because I'm not giving them free promo on Who Weekly. God damn it. Anyway, I heard them say that on Kevin Can Wait, there are two different writers' rooms. One for the Trump people 
and one for everybody else because they can't get along and work together anymore. And, get this, this is the fun part. Apparently, our dear sweet Kevin goes into the Trump room. Now, I know Who Weekly is not a place for politics, but I found this fascinating, and it might be complete bullshit. But if it's not, isn't that interesting? Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, this might suck. Anyway, uh, good one, Bellator. Bye. I'm no expert. I'm no accent expert, but that sounded Texas to me. You wish. <laughs> what? That's you like, don't know? That's like someone calling and being like, pack the car. And I'm like, mm, sounds like Boston. <laughs> <laughs> pack the car. Um, isn't that an amazing call? I mean, we just haven't got a Kevin Can Wait update in so long that I just, I crave the news. And that is a great rumor. Two separate writer rooms because the Trump people can I handle the non-Trump people and vice versa. I'm surprised there are any non-Trump people at all on that show. I mean, I guess it's Hollywood. There's got to be some responsible folks in the room. But, like, I'm surprised they have any of them. It was it was funny that it was like Kevin goes into the Trump writer's room. So, but what about Leah? Leah must go into the non-Trump writer's room, right? <laughs> Does you think Leah goes into any rooms? Leah's like, like mm, she need to go in The former rooms. Scientology member writer's rooms. <laughs> I mean, the where is Shelly Miscavige writer's room. <laughs> Constantly trying to get her Shelly Miscavige subplots into the show, and they're always being written out. Oh, can you imagine if that show had like find a Shelley. secret, like anti Scientology kind of thread? That would be real. There was a so uh, you know we talked about Dennis Quaid on Monday's episode, and you know I showed the photo of his appearance on Watch What Happens Live on our Instagram stories, and everyone loved it because oh my god, his hair and his puka shells. But someone called in because Patton Oswalt was the other guest and yeah. so in the full clips people are also asking Patton Oswalt questions and someone called in I guess trying to surprise him or maybe throw him off guard with a question about Leah Remini's Scientology and it was like when you were on King of Queens did she ever talk wow. about Scientology what a like question. blah 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 and he was like no and honestly we only we if Scientology ever came up, we just made fun of her for it, and she, like, yeah. laughed at it. And she told some story about how when Battlefield Earth came out, he told this story. Remember Battlefield Earth, the uh-huh, Scientology uh-huh, movie uh-huh. that was bad? Uh-huh. Yeah. All of the Scientology people, like, the celebrities had to go to the premiere. They were, like, required. This yeah. is according to Patton Oswalt. Oh, no, that's true. For sure, that's true. So she went, and she told this story afterwards where she goes to the premiere and Every celebrity was being asked about what they thought of the movie afterwards. And she was like, I do not want to have to lie about this. Like, because I will end up telling the truth and saying that I hated that movie. And so she and like a few other Scientology people snuck out of the premiere (laughs) so they wouldn't have to talk to the cameras about how bad the movie was. It's wild that you are a Scientologist, but then you like somehow have morals about like lying about a movie, a bad movie. Like you're able to do a disconnect in your mind between that. Anyways, that's, that's all. I mean, I don't know. We don't, Scientology, whatever. Scientology, next call. Oh wait, this one. I wanted to play this one. I didn't tell you I was going to play this. this oh one. no, what is this? The lady doth protest too much, methinks. Hamlet, spoken by Queen Gertrude. By William Shakespeare. Yummy pop scoundrel. I love when we got when we get everything wrong. Seems like everything we have some wrong. theater majors out there listening to this podcast. Some might call them theater minors, if you know what I mean. But thank you for the call anyway. They're all majors to me. <laughs> oh, we got it so wrong. We were so wrong. I know, but it's like almost funny when we get stuff that's for smart people wrong I think to me because like I knew that Mm. but like like that's like a that's like 
if I was doing a crossword puzzle, I would first be like, hmm, and then I would like <sighs> come back to it a day later and be like, oh, duh, you know? <laughs> he would get like six out of the seven blanks and be like, oh, duh. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> right. But then, but it's like one of those things when you're just like talking, this is free form, I would like not be able to, I, we would just have to say it and move on. And what we said was not correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, it is funny. You guys were listening to, like our brains just atrophy. They were. I mean, when we were trying to recount recall that quote, it was like, it was like we were being powered off. I mean, do you like? Do you think there is only a certain amount of room in my brain, right? And so if I'm putting in who is Billy Magnuson, you'll see who is busy Busy Phillips one thirty eight water Marina Acton. I don't have room for what that quote is from. I don't have room anymore. I need to make space. And those things are going to go for you. I mean, this is a sacrifice for you, people. Those things are going to go. Um, <laughs> I don't have a big vagina. You got the huge vagina. Oh, do I? You're blaming the small penis. You got the huge vagina. It's not necessary. You know, I made a, you're the one that... Ended he thinks up. the lady doth protest too much. Hi, Who Weekly. This is Mallory from Columbus, Ohio. So I don't care about Nick Lachey. Um, but I am wondering about Billy Magnuson. Um, I recently watched Ingrid Goes West, and he's in that. And he's also in that Black Mirror episode, the Star Trek one that everyone loves. And he's also going to be in that Game Night movie with Rachel McAdams and everyone else who's in that movie. So I'm just wondering if there's anything particularly notable about him or anything that we should know. Um, Or if not, and he's just kind of like a bland actor, don't worry about it. Okay, thanks. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. I love Billy Magnuson. I also thought it was Magnuson until she said that. Maybe it is. Who knows? We got Macbeth wrong, so. Hamlet. Hamlet? I already forgot. It was Hamlet, right? Jesus. My guest today became a breakout star for his hilarious Tony-nominated performance in Vanya and Sonya and Masha and Spike. For the next three weeks, you can see him in the smart new play Sex with Strangers at Second Stage Theater. And at Christmas time, you're definitely going to see him on the big screen and into the woods. Please welcome Mr. Billy Magnuson. Thanks, man. How are you? Good, dude. Good you to nailed see it. You. High five. Takes. No one's ever started an interview with a high five before. Really? Oh, my God. So, Billy, Billy, Billy is recently everywhere. Billy is suddenly ubiquitous. Um, is he, though? Yes. Once okay. you... You haven't seen him in everything? Where? What else He's has in he been everything. in aside from Ingrid Goes West? He was in The Big Short. He was in Bridge of Spies. He was in The Meddler. He was in Into the Woods. Life and becoming and frequently humming a light-hearted air. Oh, agony far more painful than yours. He was in... Um, he was in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as like a really funny, like a really funny character. He David Cross got into like an accident, and so he got like facial reconstru- body reconstruction surgery, and then his new body was Billy Magnuson. It was very funny. <laughs> in an otherwise terrible he, show, that show is terrible. I but, will um, say that he stood out in Ingrid Goes West because like I didn't particularly love that movie. Oh, me either. Um, we I saw know. it together. Yeah, I didn't we like did. That movie. Yeah, we both were kind of like, hmm. And but but. But he and Elizabeth Olsen were good. He stood out, and I remember saying, "Like, who is he? Like, like mm-hmm. that? Like, who's that guy? He's obviously See, like when, a stand-up." When I saw him, my thought was, "Oh, this guy again," because he's 
increasingly right. in everything. Isn't he also in your new favorite movie, Game Night? He's in my new favorite movie, Game Night, but we're not there yet. He grew up in Queens, and I was talking to our friend Richard over the weekend um, before my third failed attempt at seeing Game Night. Let's it not. Took we don't four need times. the full. Anyway, so he was like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to see Game Night finally. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, you like Game Night, right? And he was like, yeah, it's funny. It's like, it's it's a funny movie. And he was like, that Billy Magnuson, he's great. And I was like, what's the deal with him? Because he's in everything. Like, where did he come from? And Richard knows more about theater than we do. And he was like, and he was like, oh, he's a he's a big Broadway guy. He's been nominated for a Tony. She was like, he was like, I find him particularly interesting because he's like this like macho straight dude who has been around nothing but, like, gay men and women his entire career because that's what he did. Like, he went to theater school and then, like, all this. uh, The North Carolina School for the Arts. And now he's sort of moving into film. But he has, like, a... I don't know. I don't know how he put it. But he, like, noted his, like, his comedic sensibility. He has, like, a particular sensibility that he found charming. And so it's it's true. Like, he's, he's a funny twist on, like, the hot, hunky, straight dude. Well, he pl- well he played he in Inger Goes West. He played that guy so well. It seems mm-hmm. like he is very good at kind of playing the spectrum, even though he looks a specific yeah. way. He was Cato Kalin on American Crime Story. Remember? What? No, I don't like remember one that episode. Cato Kalin had like Cato Kalin had like two scenes in that show, and he was Cato Kalin. Also, his girlfriend is that girl from The Bold Type, which I find very sweet. Do you? You, you still watch, watch The Bold Type, right? I like The Bold Type. If you haven't seen Game Night. You gotta go see Game Night. I'm not gonna see Game Night. Game Night is amazing. It's so funny. This is like an ad for Game Night. So delightful. Okay, Whatever. but it's this stupid. is not. Like, don't a let po- me gush about, gush about Game Night. This is not a podcast I could talk about, about Game, Game Night. Night. For I could talk about Game Night for you know three Game Nights. And long. you thought that we were going to be talking about like Love Simon or something. You thought you had us pinned, but no. <laughs> this is a Game <laughs> Night <laughs> podcast. Someone called in about Nick Robinson from Love Simon and Billy Magnuson, and Lindsay was like, "You pick Nick Robinson or <laughs> Billy Magnuson," and I said, "Billy Magnuson," <laughs> which is funny because like arguably everyone's actually talking about um, Love Simon and Love Simon Nick isn't Robinson. out yet. When okay, we see Love pe- Simon, we can talk about Nick Robinson. <laughs> Okay, it's not out yet, okay. Lindsay. He's also going to be in the new Aladdin, which has an all-star cast. Who is he playing in Aladdin? He's Aladdin? like the other prince. He can't play like Aladdin. The, he's he, no. <laughs> he cannot play he cannot Aladdin. Play Aladdin. He, oh, cannot well, play he was Aladdin. in Into the Woods. He's, he's like a true. I think did he? No, did he saying, he's a Broadway he guy. He crossed over with Into the Woods. He was Rapunzel's prince in Into right. the Woods, and then they let he him continue is acting. Playing the other prince who is vying for Prince Jasmine's Princess Jasmine's heart. And obviously does not get out. Great. Love Billy Magnuson. Thank you for this primer. Carrie Hatcher went on KTLA 5 News to deny claims that she was homeless and living out of her van and then proceeded to promote her new YouTube series that takes place in her van. That's all. Good form, Bella Thorne. What do you think about this? I, it was really easy to find, like, I just searched KTLA, Terry Hatcher, homeless. And next thing I knew, I was watching a video of Terry Hatcher in a sit-down interview with someone from KTLA. And not only was it a sit-down interview on KTLA, it was, it was the first story of the night. So on the, at the beginning of that clip, the, the lead anchor is like, first on 
whatever news tonight, Terry Hatcher denies claims that she is homeless and living in a van. Uh, and <laughs> like, cut, it cuts to her with this guy, and he's like, so tell, obviously we're going to play the clip here, but he's like, so tell us, Terry, tell us, Terry, are you homeless and living in a van? And she does that, like, very polite actor laugh. She's like, no, like, no, Chuck, I'm not living in a van and homeless. I'm doing very well. And you live in your van. Yeah, I'm it, absurd. Right. Um, so you're referencing uh, the article from the Star magazine, and uh, on the cover yesterday, um, they have an article that says exactly that. It's totally absurd that I am broke and homeless and living out of my van. And um, well, it's categorically false. I am not broke. I've done very well investing my money. Um, I uh, I'm I'm not homeless and I'm not living out of my van. Uh, this is all based on in- incorrect reporting by Star Magazine. Well, it's their cover story. Star Magazine saw- <laughs> It's their cover story. So Terry, so this is the best part is that I don't think anyone would have really paid attention to the original of this, like Star Magazine's first piece, but the, the stories that say that she's not living in a van are the ones that got the more attention. So like, I probably wouldn't have clicked like Terry Hatcher, I'm broken homeless, but I did click Terry Hatcher slams reports she's broken living in a van. Terry Hatcher homeless desperate housewives star seen dressed down outside a van. Terry Hatcher not broken homeless denies report. <laughs> like these are the things that I would click on. So it's almost like the Streisand effect where you're like, I'm not living in a van. And everyone's like, you were living in a van? Like it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's the opposite. Is Terry Hatcher destitute and homeless? This photo shows the actress dressed down outside her van. Now the former Desperate Housewives star is fighting back, calling published tabloid reports that she is broke and homeless absurd. Before you know it, everyone's whispering in LA, Terry Hatcher's living in a van, Terry okay, Hatcher's living in a van. So Terry Bobby, why did they think Terry Hatcher was broke and homeless and living in a van? Because Terry Hatcher, I mean, obviously, the, the answer to this is, a, is YouTube. The answer to this is she has a new web series. She has a new web series in which she is in a van, um, and she gives people advice in the van. Lindsay, what's it called? It's called, well, the, the, the channel is called Hatching Change. Hatching Change. <laughs> God, I couldn't even make that up. And it's called Van Therapy, like this, this, like, this series. The show is called Van Therapy. Yeah. Right. And so she gives, she, she has this van, which, by the way, doesn't, it's so, it's a nice van. Like, it's not like a van you live in. Well, it is a van you could live in, but it's a nice van. And, and if you were living in that van, people would be like, oh, she's living in a nice van. Yeah. You would be like, oh, Terry got like a really nice, like, VW van. Like, vintage. Those are expensive. And Remember that movie, the Maggie Smith movie, Lady in the Van? <laughs> No, I don't remember that movie. Oh, anyway, go on. It was about a lady in a van. It was about a homeless woman who lived in a van. So she did live in a van. Yeah, it was about a homeless woman who lived in a like a, a, a sort of a nice London street, and everyone on the street wanted her out of the van. An educated woman and living in a van. I'm studying incognito at Paris. Terry is. Can we just? Terry is not living in a van. She's not living no. in a van. This is categorically The episodes begin false. with her like in her house. And then she's like, I'm going to, she's like living in a mansion. And then she's like, I'm going to get in my van and, and hatch some change. Wait, can I just read her? So she, she went to People Magazine or People Magazine and they said, Terry, you, Terry, you're not living in a van. You got to tell the <laughs> truth. 
And then this is what, this is the quote, they got some great quotes. So, so she said, a couple weeks ago, the magazine, meaning Star, reached out to my publicist to say, we have these paparazzi photos of Terry at the beach, which by the way, I was filming drive-bys for my show, she said. Quote, they said they were going to run the story about me being broke, and I think they even used the word suicidal and homeless or whatever. Oh, and my, my lawyer God. and my public said, categorically not true. You can't print that. She's doing a YouTube show, and that's her van. She has many homes in many states all over the country. There's nothing about this that's true, explained Hatcher. <laughs> I'm doing this show called Van Therapy. This is my van. Her rep also tells Inside Edition she has multiple homes and is doing fine. I, and then she was like, tabloids must stop attacking women. But it's like, tabloids have said so many worse things about women. Like, thinking that you filming a YouTube video is you living in your van is like the least. Like, you're rich. What do you, you know you don't live in a van. No one thinks you live in a van. <laughs> well, that was the thing that was on, that was the thing that oh, was also funny in the KTLA thing. Because suddenly after she clears the air that she's like, by the way, like, no, Chuck, I'm not living in a van. Like, I'm doing very well, which is very funny because she has been on two very successful of network course. TV shows. Sure. Um, and plenty of movies. Never forget Soap Dish. She says, and also, it's International Women's Day. Let's talk about that. And it's like an iconic segue where, you know, she gets onto her message. She, it's almost like this is probably way too cynical. And, and I, I can't really imagine anyone doing this. But it's it's almost good timing where she's like, you know what? Let the story run and then I'll pivot into a Women's yeah. Day message yeah. and promote my show. Oh, obviously. You know? No, this is everyone is winning here. Um, did you see the cover of did you see the cover of Star? Yeah, I'm. I'm literally was just texting it where to it you says, right now. So it's... where it says then and now, but then is then is her on the red carpet. Now is her like going to Ralph's. But it <laughs> like... looks like it just looks like me when it's too bright out. I like get out of my car. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like oh, I got into sunglasses. Like it doesn't look bad. It's at me all. saying it's me entering my mansion. And saying, there's like, a... oh, it's too bright. I got to go into my mansion where it's darker. Also, she moves from five million dollar mansion underlined into this, into this van. <laughs> Um, and the top story, dealer tells all to star Lisa Marie's $17,000 weekly drug habit. Uh, the moral of the story is star hates women. I mean, truly, like, star is also the lowest of the If you're going to subscribe to a tabloid, be like us. And and they're all bad. They're all Subscribe bad. to Us Weekly. They're all, don't to tell weekly. people to subscribe to Us Weekly. At least you'll be able to follow along. Actually, don't subscribe don't to Don't subscribe weekly. to Us Weekly. Oh, my God. Somebody thought we were, like, showing for them. And it's like, they should pay us, but they don't. FYI. Like, they should, but they don't. All right? If we were getting money from Us Weekly, we would disclose that so fast and so transparently. We would make we would grid our Instagram with an Us Weekly logo. Your heads would spin at our <laughs> at our Us Weekly promo. They can't afford us. Let's not let's not lie. We would promote that spawn faster than you can say Terry Hatcher's broken homeless. <laughs> um, moving on, Terry Hatcher is not, not. broke. She's she is not. not homeless. God, she is not living in a van. God, she love, has many geez. houses in <laughs> many countries and many states and not many cities. She, not only is she not homeless and doing well, she's giving people therapy. She's In doing good. In the vans. <laughs> I am not broke. I've done very well investing my money. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm not homeless, and I'm not living out of my van. I am shooting my YouTube series, Van Therapy, in my van. Who's the nun? The Katy Perry nun. Who is it? That's the, um, in case you couldn't tell, that's the best call of the week. Who's the nun? <laughs> Who's the nun? Who's the, the nun? The Katy Perry nun. Who's the nun? I suspect these people don't really want to know about the nun. I mean, to be fair, like, we don't really know anything about the nuns for a reason. They're nuns, and usually they don't mm-hmm. have, like, you know, a paper trail. 
we can't go to their LinkedIn or their Instagram, okay? But Katy Perry, their only recent employee is their only recent employer is God, <laughs> and God, God's not really available for interview. God's these not days. leaving recommendations on LinkedIn's. So. so the but the nun's name was Sister Catherine Rose Holtzman. She was one of mm-hmm. the two nuns that were fighting Car- Katy Perry about this convent. We've spoken about it before, um, and unfortunately, um, in the middle of a hearing for said convent sale, uh, she died, which is truly a lasting, uh, I don't even know how to say this, a statement. statement. Katy Perry was not there. She was busy. It's important to note that she was not there. Um, There's a lot of stuff in this story. It's like this convent was they gave permission to give she they gave permission to sell it or the the diocese gave permission to sell it just to catch you up they gave permission to sell it Katy perry wanted it this like terrible real estate developer wanted it to make a hotel um mm-hmm. these sisters hadn't lived there in like 10 years because they actually weren't yeah. allowed to so they really haven't lived there it's just a convent that was being unused but they were saying the diocese didn't have the right to sell it they were um, yes but to Katy perry they were saying only god could sell it but again god really isn't involved in real estate these days and or or any days but and so you know it weirdly turned out that Katy perry was kind of the best option for this like it didn't mm-hmm. because it just like it it didn't no one was using it it didn't make sense like they weren't using it anyways right. so the whole thing it is was just, also built as a private residence it was i yeah. think a, a thing people people may not know is that this wasn't always a convent this was originally just enormous mansion and then the archdiocese bought it from the private owner turned it into a convent then it went unused for a while so it's just sitting there the point is that the daily mail had the best take on this which was two different articles about Mm -hmm. katie perry's whereabouts during the the nun's um unfortunate passing let me read to you them both they were published on the same day at two different times the first one is Katy Perry tangos the night away in Buenos Aires, dot, 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 hours after none at center of pop star's convent legal battle dies in court. God. Okay, you were like, oh, wow, that's really intense. Lots of pictures of Katy Perry tangoing, blah, blah, blah. N- another headline, literally, <laughs> like, hours later. Three know? hours later. Katy Perry smiles as she visits religious theme park in Buenos Aires, dot, 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 after none at center of pop star's <laughs> convent legal battle dies in court. <laughs> I can't, I can't. The nun has a name. Excuse me. The nun has a name. Give her a name. <laughs> who cares what her name is? These, I mean, I care, but like in these headlines, like who ca- Like this, just tacking on after none at, like I want every headline to tack on after none at center of pop star's convent legal battle dies in court. Like The at, Daily Mail uh, is all about inserting like a tragic context into the headline. It happens with, uh, you know, like, uh, what's her name? Samantha Jones. Kim Cattrall's brother dies amid yeah. feud with Sarah Jessica Parker. But it's it's really or vice versa. But can but do you love that? Can you tell? So Katy Perry's when Argenti- is in Argentina performing. She's doing like her tour. But um, so Katy, the first one was about how she was busy tangoing. But then they caught her at a literal religious theme park, which I've been to, <sighs> and they were like, "Oh my god, we have to just do another article. We can't. It's so much better now. She's literally watching a fake Jesus rise from a fake mount." Uh, while this nun is like dying at <laughs> No, the her... nun dead, died. The nun is dead. The nun died at her own court hearing. They were like, this is too good. We got to just write a new article. Nobody will notice. Guess what? We noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and we read both of them. And they're both um, rude. And you're rude. <laughs> you're rude. Also, it. I, I think Katy Perry is going to end up with this house. Do you? I do. I do because I like, it's just one of those sensationalized things things where it almost feels like inevitable and also she's literally outlasting them i mean sorry like 
There are two. She can keep a lot of yeah. A lot of times these these court cases ultimately rely on who has the most money for legal fees. And it's Katy so, Perry. And also, and Perry. She, she there's only two nuns that are really the most outspoken about this, and one of them and is no longer. Did. I know. And we um, following up on a question you had uh, to me a few weeks ago. Oh, is there a Golden Girls reference? Yes. No, I didn't ask. There's this. an episode. I didn't ask. There's that. an episode. There's an episode of I the Golden Girls when an old woman dies everything. in court while fighting uh, the girls, Blanche, Rose, Sophia, and Dorothy, about a tree in like a public part of their neighborhood. She dies. Mean old lady Claxton and Rose. They they joke that Rose killed her because the last thing that Rose says to her is like, "I have had all I'm going to take from you. Now if you don't have the common decency to treat people like human beings, well then I'm sure as hell not going to waste my time kissing your fanny. Now if you don't like it, Mrs. Claxton, you just sit there and shut up while we have our say. And if you don't like it, just drop dead. So she actually died in the courtroom. Fighting the fight. Well, here's the thing. Katy Perry was not at the scene of the crime. She was in Argentina. So she has an alibi. Um, Daily True. Mail actually just provided her al- her double alibi. Um, so really nothing can be said that Katy Perry had nothing to do with this. I'm not saying she planned this alibi like very smartly <laughs> and then, you know, did something to the nun. And you know, Katy, Katy Perry's a nice woman. Katy Perry's going to go to this funeral. Katy Perry's going to send flowers. It's going to be nice. And Katy Whatever. Perry's going to move into that convent and start her religion. <laughs> and I'm going to join the religion. Hi, Who Weekly. Is uh, Jesse J still on that Chinese reality show? Just checking on her. Good form, Bella Thorne. Thanks. It's so nice of you to check on Jesse J. Honestly, I'm so glad that we have such nice and thoughtful fans out there who are just calling to say, hey, what's going on with Jesse J? Is she still on that Chinese reality show? The answer, yes. (laughs) She she is. And every like other week or so, Bobby will like find a clip of it on YouTube and be like, wow. (laughs) I'm like, wow. And then just start bawling at my screen. She's still winning, I think. I mean, I think she's, I think she's like winning, right? Mm-hmm. She sang a Luther Vandross song last week and like won. I mean, she just keeps winning. The audience loves her. They do. Lindsay heard a rumor that she was going to go on tour in China, which is a perfect development. I forget you, who like, you or find out you yeah. you find out that you're popular in another country. You just stay there. You stay there. It's like yeah. Spencer Pratt told us about like the UK. He wished he could have just stayed there because that's where he's that's where he's more famous. Yeah. Duh. Oh, duh. Jesse J was like, wait, China loves me. Why would I go back to the United States? Why would I go back to England? Okay, so apparently the finals of the, of the singer, the show that Jesse J is on in China, aren't, aren't till April 13th. April. So we'll check mm-hmm. in at April 13th and we'll tell you whether she won. But it seems like Spoiler she's... Spoiler alert, she's going to win. She's doing... She's doing well. She was absent this week in the third round qualifying, but I don't know if that means like absent, like she'll do it later or she was like busy doing something else or like, I don't know. I can't really she's read so this. Ma- she's so busy. She has so many projects. They're not going to kick her off the show. She is their bread and butter. This show is going to be all Jessie J all the time and she's going to get a Chinese tour out of yeah, it. Yeah, she's getting o- almost 30% of the vote. I like, I'm looking at the replies on, or the comments on the YouTube video of her singing Never Too Much. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it is not in English, so it's hard to read. But it'll be like, Jessie J, and then like Chinese characters. Brazil, love you, Jessie J. I love the way she owns the song. You're the best. I love you, Jessie J. Um, Mon Amour, one of his amazing rendition. And then this one is, this is not a competition. It's a concert. Aww. Which is like, what a, what a nice compliment I mean, to Jessie J. I Jessie J is an international superstar. Let's just get, let's just get there, okay? Let's just be there. Verified. We're there. 
let's end this show on a Jesse J high note. Perfect. Um, oh, I just got an email from Gossip Cop. Let's just confirm. Uh, Terry exclusive. Hatcher, Terry Hatcher's not exclusive. living in a van. Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban, not getting a divorce following a failed counseling retreat. God, that site okay. is the Barbara Streisand effect because literally, mm-hmm. it's just me. If you telling me things that I didn't know were true in the first place, and now I'm like, oh, they were getting a. Di- they were. They were. Oh, they were. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, they're claiming that they're getting a divorce because the Ice Queen Nicole quote treated him like a child. I mean... Okay, let's let's end the podcast. We have a caller. You're doing amazing, sweetie. That's good. And we'll see you on Monday. Oh, Rate don't review forget... review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Bobby and I were both on other podcasts that you should go check out. Great. I was on Extra Hot Great, which is a TV podcast, and I talked all about Vanderpump Rules and other stuff. I lost their game miserably. Go check it out if you really like TV stuff. And what were you on, Bobby? What were you doing? I was on Michelle Collins' podcast, Edit That Out, um, which I think dropped today i think that's what she said so you can download it now it's a funny episode michelle God. is the best did you um, say edit that out at all did you were you like michelle edit that out michelle says it a lot she does it's like a, did it's you like a you it's never fine. say that i didn't oh okay no no although i do remember like going on a rant about like why i do and do not like the beach and i wanted to be like edit that out but oh, God. i'm pretty sure they're gonna realize edit that out <laughs> let's end this rate and review us on apple Podcasts. we'll I've see you on rant. monday have a great i know I've heard that have a great before. weekend bye bye bye, bye. you will very much yeah, yeah, they want to know. Hey. Neil. Hey. Neil. Hey. Hey. Neil. Come on. Hey. How would you be famous? Hi, Weekly. I am uh, who dating out. I just got home from being out. And I thought I saw this is me woman. But it wasn't her. And now I'm at home listening to YouTube artists cover This Is Me. And it's so tragic. It's not them. It's not. Okay. You can use this as a sweet caller. You're doing amazing, sweetie. I don't bite. It's just who I am. (laughs) <laughs> okay, bye. Good morning, Bella Ford. Who's the nun? Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new Lucy Hale series, Life Sentence. Watch it Wednesdays at 9, 8 central, only on The CW.